All right, we're on. We're live. We're live. Um, for this episode, I have my very special guest, close friend of mine for 10 plus years, Brunson Lee Harris. <laughs> Howdy. That's your cue. <laughs> How y'all doing? We're good. I, I'm still trying to get over the giggles from our soundtrack, to be honest. I feel you. Uh, <laughs> So, Lee, just to, just to start it off, telling us a little bit about yourself, could you let us know maybe what you do for work? Your family life, maybe? You know, if you got a wife, anything like that, kids? <laughs> well, uh, obviously, I'm, a, we'll... Oh, go ahead, I'm go an ahead. equipment operator for the county here in Heard County. Been uh, married five years in June. Wow. And, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's about it. We We got, what, five dogs, two cats. But oh my I god! Know, the farm. I did not know you had five dogs. I thought it was like three. No, 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 no. Wait, what kind of dogs are they? We have to know now. And their Let's names. See. The oldest one is a chocolate lab. Her name's Molly. Molly. And we have Poda, our mini schnauzer. <laughs> we have Blue, our cocker spaniel. We have Kenai, is a black lab. He is Molly's, the first puppy that she had. Aww. And then we have a Doberman named Danny. <laughs> Danny Doberman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also yeah. known as Danny Dog. Shout out to Molly, that sweet girl. She is getting old. She Aww. is getting Dude, she was old like three years ago. She's old. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, she's starting to move a lot slower now. Poor thing. Uh, what's, what's crazy is like how long that you and I have actually known each other. It is very wild. And then, <laughs> Crazier than that is like where you work is like how we met because our dads worked there like 20 years ago. Very true. (laughs) (laughs) Another fun fact there. We've known each other for like 15 years or so, I guess. Uh, Yeah, maybe longer. I don't really know. Uh, Yeah, probably longer. Honestly, we moved to Heard County in 2000. So that would have been when pops and dads started working together. So, oh, my gosh. So like what? 20? 20-something yeah. years? What? Yeah. 22 years? That doesn't sound like... I don't know. Like I've, You've always been there. Like We've always yeah. been there. <laughs> whole childhood. It doesn't seem realistic. Oh, yeah. Like I, I even think about like going to like the high school that we went to. Like You know the same kids from preschool, and it's still just crazy to think that it's been so long. It definitely does, especially with how small it is. Oh my gosh! But uh, to, before we get into today's topic, which is about music, uh, Lee, we like to start off with a fun fact. Could you give us a fun fact? A fun fact. Well, every time you laugh, I'm gonna laugh harder. That's gonna make you laugh harder. <laughs> and that is why I'm here to control you two <laughs> during this podcast, so it's not two hours long. To be fair, I really hope it works. It was also Kerrigan's idea. A fun fact. So I'm glad that you brought in a fact that literally brings Kerrigan all into this because she is the monitor here. I try. <laughs> but I guess to, to dig into our topic, I know you and I have been talking about talking about music on the podcast for like a couple weeks now. And I'm just glad that we're finally doing it. So we have a couple of questions for all of us to answer the first one is what's your favorite song of all time 
would you like me to go first? Yeah, you go first. The cat can go okay. once. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually hamburger. He's very very loud. <laughs> oh, okay, <Very> mouthy. <laughs> all right, favorite song of all time. Yeah, is probably not dark yet by Bob Dylan. Okay, I'm. That's fair. That's that's actually a good song. Like, I'm not a huge Bob Dylan fan, but I do actually like that song. His nasally song. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's it's one of his better. Not not very popular, but definitely one of his better songs. Do you have like a a reason maybe like what like what makes it stand out for you? Uh It's it's one of the highlight songs for my favorite album. Okay. So I don't know. You'll probably catch on pretty quick. I like pretty depressing music, <laughs> to be honest. Emotional, just storytelling music. Yeah. And that song just kind of checks all those boxes. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, you can call it emotional. You can call it whatever you want. Um, yeah. It's It's got meaning. You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. And that's 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 big for me as well, going into to music i guess my my favorite song of all time is wish you were here by pink floyd i think anyone that really knows my music taste knows that pink floyd's one of my favorites like to ever do it i mean i, I like their music for the same thing like there's meaning there's there's like concept albums you know what i mean they really make concept albums a big thing for me okay so it's definitely wish you were here kerrigan um I honestly don't have one. Like, I really, I thought about this question for a while, and, like, I seriously just couldn't name one song that I just love. So Like, above all else. Yeah. So, I don't have an answer. And, I mean, I think that's fair, too, because, like. That is very fair. With with something like that, I feel like you either have a very strong opinion on it, of what your favorite song is, or you really just don't know. Mine was a tiebreaker. I just went with the Bob Dylan one, because most people would. Hopefully, if they're like me, they'll probably hear me say it and go, oh, check that out. Yeah, and that's a that's a really good thought process, too. <laughs> like, putting people on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I appreciate that. That's that's really well thought out. <laughs> Not that I'm surprised that you thought about it. Sometimes I overthink. But... Sometimes it pays off. <laughs> I mean, with a topic like music, I think it's definitely good if you listen to it for that purpose. But for sure. To, to move in. To the next question to follow up then your favorite album of all time i know your favorite songs on it but what is the name of that album it is time out of mind by bob dylan it's time. his uh 1997 comeback album oh my gosh i didn't even which, know he was alive in 97 yeah <laughs> which oddly enough there's actually a movie that kind of bases it around this album is it kind of like when Johnny Cash like made that like tribute movie like right before he died? Uh no, it's actually a um drama comedy I think is what they classified it as. It has Oscar Isaac and Olivia Wilde and it's more of like a rom-com that kind of follows along with the tone of his album, I guess you could say. I feel really dumb saying I didn't know he was alive because he's still alive. Like he's literally yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna mention it. He's <laughs> gonna be eighty one this year, May twenty fourth, two days before my birthday. He'll be eighty one and uh, apparently he lives in Duluth, Minnesota. So I had no idea. I guess that's quite fitting. He seems like someone that will live in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Clip that Jamie Clippet. 
<laughs> yeah, Jimmy, pull that up. <laughs> Jimmy, pull up Bob Dylan. I don't think he's alive. Um, <laughs> my my favorite album of all time is is Wish You Were Here, and that sounds like super generic and like basic of me, but like Wish You Were Here, and then the Shine on You, Crazy Diamond. Like those are two of my favorite songs of all time, and like the rest of I have I have it on vinyl. Like one of my friends, Eric, that I met in the Navy, gave me the vinyl record of it, and like I've just always probably for the past five years consistently held that to be like my my number one in my top my favorite album of all time is what you see and what you get by luke holmes his newest album what you see ain't always what you get <laughs> he has a new album coming out in june and i'm very excited for it i think june 24th maybe yes i thoroughly enjoy luke combs music so me too i like luke combs but like all of his shit sounds the same which isn't bad because it's good music but you know what i mean I know exactly what you mean. That's what I was going to hit on was that it's one thing I do not like about artists is when they start conforming to what the public like. Mm-hmm. I understand it because you have to make money. But I also like when, you know, Luke Combs started making music one way. He's still making music that one way. You know, there's a certain level of respect with it. So, yeah, I mean. You kind of just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks to it. And if it works, it works. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you got to sell. But yeah. I think that's that's something I like about, like, Zach Bryan is, like, he has, like, his little niche of music. But, like, recently he's been putting out songs that are a lot different than his, like, earlier, like, beginning stuff. And, like, I yeah. like that he's expanding. It's but not recorded outside by a campfire. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I kind of liked his, like, his whole vibe he had going. I did, too. Yeah. At the first studio album coming that's out. What drew me to him. I think that's like May 20th that's coming out. Yeah. yeah. So since both you and I picked an older album, did you have like a close second with anything? Uh, That's kind of, if you did, you tell it first and then I'll kind of think about Vessel what... 21 Pilots. Mm. Oh, dude, 21. That's good. Have Those you seen them in answers. concert? I have not. Shannon they, has, and I'm super jealous. <laughs> I have, and they put on a show. Like, their music is great, but, like, it's a performance. Like, it is a show. It's so cool. You have to check it out. That's how I felt about Riley Green. I don't know that. May, mm, I want to say this, but. I don't want to, yeah, fuck it. I'll say it. I think Adele's 21 album is probably my second favorite. I like that album. I think Adele, really. Right, facts. I've I've loved Adele for years. I mean, call it feminine, call it whatever you want. I don't care. She can fucking sing. Yes, she can. She'll touch your fucking heart. I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> um, I guess to kind of push into the next thing then, do you have like a, a top five favorite artist maybe? I do. A few of them will repeat throughout this whole podcast. <laughs> I, found my, I found my little niche in music and I, I tend to stay in it sometimes. But my top five would, going from least favorite top five to number one, would go Zach Bryan, Riley Green, Chris Cornell, The Foo Fighters, and Bob Dylan. The Foo Fighters. <laughs> gotta, gotta respect The Foo. I think with 
something about yours with with like Riley Green. I know like you know five or six of his songs, but I've never really dove into his music. And I like a lot of people I know really like Riley Green, and I don't I don't dislike him. I just never really got into him that much. I feel like it's very easy for me to fall into it because of the environment you and I both were raised in. Sure, you know you work from sun up to practically sundown. You get off work, you want to go hang out with the boys, go fishing, go get a beer. And I feel like his music kind of sets a tone for that. Just like your like, average. Work yeah. It, it, it's just your, your average, you know, nine to five blue collar worker. And he just kind of hits, hits that, that sweet spot right there. That, that small town Southern man, Alan Jackson feel. Yeah. Except <laughs> for, it, you know, Jacksonville, Alabama. And plus he's, you know, a big Auburn guy, and I know you lived there for a little bit, and I know that's He's your right. area. <laughs> um. Okay, my <laughs> top five, I couldn't rank them like you could. So, in no particular order, LMA, Summer Walker, Her, Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen. So. And to, do, you couldn't rank them at all. Do you have like maybe like a, a, a favorite of the five, but like not like a one through five? Mm. No, like I've <laughs> always liked LMA. Uh, I mean, you listen to her a good bit. Yeah, but I listen to LMA. I didn't even know that Summer Walker was like one of your top artists, though. Yeah. Is that like a filler or? No. No, you just don't really listen to her that much. I don't, I don't really listen to her much anymore. But yeah, that's Summer true. Walker. They're like new R and B. Oh, nice! Her LMA and Summer Walker are all like the new R and B. Summer Walker sounds like an OnlyFans girl. (laughs) Y'all will have to send me some songs from them because I will have to check them out. Why not? Honestly, I like I like her music. I've learned a couple of riffs like that she uses in her little guitar songs, Mm and I I like her. She's she's nice. She has a really good voice. She has a golden voice, and I, I think. To get into like my top five, I don't really have a specific order. Uh, Tyler Childers, Leonard Skinner, Pink Floyd, Adele, and Biggie Smalls. <laughs> that's a that's a little diverse, you know. We got some got some new modern Adele. Got Biggie Smalls, the the rap king for me. Tyler Childers, everything about Tyler Childers, I love. I mean, when I play the guitar, I try to imitate his sound, and like when I play his songs, I want to do it exactly the way he does it. I mean. I love Tyler Childers, uh, Pink Floyd for their concepts and like their psychedelic rock is really cool for me. I've, I've always enjoyed it. And then Leonard Skinner is like childhood, like peak for me. Like I grew up with Leonard Skinner. My first concert ever was Leonard Skinner. Like I, I really like listening to their music. Like I don't have to be in a mood to hear one of their songs. Respectable. And I remember the first time I saw Leonard Skinner in that first concert, I was 11 years old and dad took me to see it. It was Leonard Skinner and Kid Rock. And believe it or not, there were more old people there for Kid Rock than, than Leonard Skinner. Where was this concert? Uh, I think it was somewhere in Atlanta. I'm not entirely sure because I was so much younger. Maybe like... Do you remember how young you were? I was 11. Galen. What? We went to the same first concert. You went to that too? Yeah, I answered your worst concert with that concert. <laughs> that was your worst one? Because of Kid <laughs> Rock. Honestly, 
remember uh, meeting one of my my dad's friends. He's, he's sadly he's passed away now, but I remember he was at that same concert. That's not where I met him. I met him literally like a month later, though, coincidentally. But I remember he was like, "Yeah, Kid Rock really killed it. Leonard Skinner fucking sucked." And I was just, I was blown away. How could you? you know? <laughs> Last for me. Yeah, right. I thought it was exactly the opposite. <laughs> Wild. I don't know. I, I'm not like a. I knew some of the Kid Rock songs, but like I'm not a, a fan of Kid Rock. I don't really appeal to the the white trash genre <laughs> of music. <laughs> See, that's where I, I I like a few of Kid Rock's songs, but I know a bunch of them, and it's very disturbing. <laughs> it is, and I don't know how. I don't know how I know this music. <laughs> um. So, to expand on your Biggie Smalls, something every time I hear or think of. Um, is definitely Gumby rapping to his oh songs <laughs> in BMW <laughs> on the way home from band competitions of all things. <laughs> what's, what's wild is like what we've always talked about with with Austin is that he he puts his heart and soul into singing <laughs> songs, <laughs> and he we doesn't have the it. voice to do it. <laughs> I mean. Oh gosh. Honestly, I can picture it because like I remember one night Austin listened to the entire uh I think it was Brick in the Wall or Dark Side of the Moon album on your back porch when we were fucked up. That was a very interesting night for all of us. <sighs> but at any rate, I don't want to get too far off topic here. At any um, rate. If you yeah, at any rate, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um if you had to pick a favorite genre, what would it be? I kind of summarized it into one and i feel like southern rock summed it all up because you've got your you know you've got some rock you've got some country and you definitely have leonard skinner in there and it's a good mixture right i think mine mine was like 70s rock with a question mark after it because like i didn't know if it was southern rock i don't know if it was just 70s music i like i like 70s rock probably i don't i don't really want to put it into a category of southern rock or yeah but I can I can jump on that saying I find myself listening to that a lot more than anything else. Kerrigan? Mine's like more current R and B stuff. That's fair. I mean we can tell by like her and LMA and things yeah. like I guess Summer yeah. Walker is R and B. Yeah. I don't know. Forgive me for my ignorance, but <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite song right now? Right now, I again couldn't b- decide between two. But the first one that I put was a a song that I found just a few months ago called Making Me Look Good Again by Drake White. Never heard of it. It is. He's a country singer, but he puts his whole heart and soul out there. And he's very. I don't want to say bluesy, but he has a good range when he's singing. Fair. You would really appreciate his range. I mean, I'm definitely going to check them out. What would your second one be then? Cellophane by Corey Smith. Okay, I do know that song, and I do know that artist. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Goodbye, Delilah. I'm familiar with New York City. I know that one. <laughs> yes. Um, Kerrigan? Okay, during this whole podcast, you'll hear me talk about two people, Luke Combs and the Cheetah Girls. So <laughs> my Did favorite you- song right now is Cold As You, Luke Combs. I like that it's one of his older songs, but it's still like, like we said, like a lot of his stuff sounds the same, but that's, it's a good song. Yeah. I remember he made that before he really blew up too. Yeah. 
So it's it's nice to see that he's been talented for a very long time and still progressing. Um, I think my favorite song right now is uh, a De- "The Devil Wears a Suit and Tie" by Coulter Wall. Um, it's one of my favorite songs to play on the guitar, and his vocal range is super deep, but he's really expanding as well. I like him as an artist a lot, but right now it's 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 been a, "The Devil Wears a Suit and Tie" for sure. Um. Okay, what's your go-to karaoke song? We answered this one in our Q&A. I would have to say 50 Ways to Say Goodbye by Train. (laughs) What was that? What was that one song that... Oh, it was uh, you and Stone sang uh, Bohemian Rhapsody that one night. Look, that was was a rough night, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That was years and years ago. (laughs) We We were like sophomores in high school and it's funny because like Stone had the, the deeper voice of the two so he got the the deep Galileo <laughs> and of I course you really had to go over the top and sell the high notes <laughs> um Kerrigan um what did I say in the Q&A um unwritten I thought it was hey, that's your walk the up Cheetah Girls. Song. Yeah, yeah, that was the walk up. Oh. Strut by the Cheetah Girls. I mean, yeah. yeah. What did I say my karaoke song was? Is that what I said last time? Yeah, I think it was Strut. Well, unwritten was your walk up song. And I, I picked Unwritten <laughs> reminds me of the vine of the guy that looks like Cody Norris. What? I'm not tracking. Full <laughs> <laughs> vine. I, what was my karaoke song? Oh, Every Day. Easy. Easy. Gotta hit that high school musical every time, oh, yeah. bro. Um, <laughs> what about like, do you have like a song you'd put on when you're in the shower first? Like, do you listen to shower music or what? Yes, I do. Do you have like a go to what you want to play first? I do, and it is scenes from an Italian restaurant, Billy Joel. That's that's a good answer. I'm really enjoying your answers. I knew I would. I mean, we've talked about music together for forever. But it's been so long. The mountain trip up in North Carolina was the last time that we oh sat down God. and talked about music, and that was 2019. That did that. That's still one of my like favorite trips. Like just with the boys going out and doing our thing. That was so much fun. You stressed me out so much in the car, dude. You were driving like a fucking maniac. They wanted to talk. Oh wow! No, we're going. On a mountain and Lee's cruising 75 <laughs> passing cars. We don't know where we're at. We're not familiar hey, with the road. Hey, Galen, I got a question. No, I didn't die. Did I do the damn thing? <laughs> you did do that. Yes, we, we got there. Oh, my God. That was the fucking worst. That was the worst car ride of my life. <laughs> Kerrigan? My shower song. Um, when I'm in the shower, I like to pretend that I can actually sing. So, um, As we all do. When We Were Young by Adele. Oh. <sighs> Man, um, such a good song. I know, right? It is for me. Okay, so since I've been with Kerrigan, I haven't really listened to shower music. But when I when I did in the past, it was probably La Falia by uh, Antonio Vivaldi, or like the Four Seasons. I, I like classical music, especially when I'm showering. It just feels good. I don't know, but yeah, probably La Falia by. Uh, Vivaldi and I believe La Folia translates into like the madness or something. Hmm. Jamie, can you yeah, up? Jamie, can you pull that up for me? <laughs> what is that? La Folia. Yeah, I think that means the madness. 
It, it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, we don't have a Jamie, so. Um, it, it's funny that you mentioned when we were young, because that's actually what I was doing. I was looking up the lyrics, because I had the tune in my head. Mm-hmm. But that's actually my favorite Adele song. I love that. It's mm. such a good one. Lafalia springs off of folly or madness. So yeah, close enough. Whatever. Empty headedness. Whatever. Good. Doesn't enough. matter. Close um, it out. Let's go. Uh, so cartoons, right? Yeah. What's what's the first song you want to throw on when you get in the car? When I get in the car. Um, Shake the Frost, Tyler Childers. That's oh, a that's good one. That's a good one. Carrie? Okay, well, I changed my answer, but like, I think it depends on where I'm going. Like, if we're starting a road trip, like, we need bops. But if we're just, like, you know, going to the grocery store, like, easy on me by Adele. <coughs> Good. So. Current, new. We love to sing it. Yeah. Uh. Do you know that one, Lee? Have you listened to that I one? Do. I, I, I sometimes dabble in the newer music you kids are listening to. <laughs> I think, I think for me. As of recently, it's been Night Moves by Bob Seger. I love that song. I love singing that song. I love playing that song. I love Bob Seger's music. And I think he's really underrated. Can I change my favorite song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that one just hits home. Right, right. Night Moves, uh, Against the Wind, like, Turn the Page. Like, Bob Seger's got some Turn cool the Page, the solo, dude. Kills it every time. Um, okay. I know the answer to this question. Others might not. Do you play an instrument? And if so, what are the instrument or instruments? And how long have you played it or them? Define play. <laughs> I mean, make noise, you know? <laughs> I mean, as you know, Kerrigan, I'm not sure if you do. I was <laughs> banned from late fifth grade up until I graduated high school. So... I definitely can play a few instruments playing them as in playing music from them, not just figuring out notes. I consider two and that's what 13 years for the alto sax. And then about, I said about one and a half for the guitar. Okay. Um, Kerrigan. (laughs) I played the clarinet in middle school band. (laughs) Fifth to eighth grade. Um, All right, Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> I probably couldn't play now, but I also I haven't picked that. up a clarinet you never know. since eighth grade. So. Uh, for me, I play the guitar. Um, I, I, really? like, I like to think I play it pretty pretty decently. Um, it's all right. And yeah, I dabble. Uh, and I, the first instrument I learned to play was the piano. And Lee, didn't you take lessons from the same... I that's I actually have piano written down with a question mark just because I didn't know because I haven't touched a I mean I own a piano but I mean I sit down and I'll like figure out certain chords to f- see how they'll sound with guitar and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's Carrion has a, a keyboard and she's really good at picking up stuff and like literally just watching a little video and then being able to play it. But she just gave up on it really easy. So it's in our storage unit now, but (laughs) she, I taught her lady may by Tyler Childers on that. And I played on the guitar and she played on the piano. We did it together and it sounded really good. Yeah. But we just, I just, I didn't stick to it. And that was the thing. That's kind of what I felt with guitar. (laughs) 
I've just <laughs> working so much and everything, just kind of sat it down and haven't picked it up recently. I, I picked yeah. it up the other day, but. You've got a decent little arsenal, too. You have more guitars than I do. I only have three. I have one. So <laughs> I only have four. You have four? <laughs> I, I do, yeah. One of them was um, Eddie's dad. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of tore up. I've been slowly restoring it, but. Yeah, that's that's kind of time-consuming. That's, that's like a craft thing, you know? It is, but it's a lot more fun than playing a guitar, I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Hands down, Riley Green, because it was for my 21st birthday. Oh, that's cool. I met some guys that I still talk to, and we kind of trade notes on music and guitar. And he just really knows how to work the crowd and play That's music, good. really. He's a performer. He he, 110% is a performer. That's always good to hear. Uh, Kerrigan? Hands down, One Direction. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it was the best night of my life. Me and a friend, her mom actually drove us to the Georgia Dome. We went down there for the concert and then came back the next day. It was the longest trip ever, but it was so worth it That's because you know. <laughs> because Five SOS opened up and then it was One Direction. Five seconds of summer, <laughs> and Five SOS wasn't even like popular at the time, but it, now it's like I I saw Five SOS in concert and people were like oh my gosh right so, back in, back then it was a big deal right but just that you saw one direction as a big deal oh I mean, my gosh me and lee sang one direction for years even when it was like after it was cool for guys to do it <laughs> uh i still sing then, one direction Who was been a directioner since day one yeah and, me too me neither too. okay wait who's your favorite who's my favorite yeah again I, I said earlier i like to overthink and sometimes it pays off so i like nile because oh, he plays Facts. an instrument I'm glad we can all agree that I'm it's so Nile excited Warren. right now. <laughs> Correction. He plays multiple instruments. I'm sure they have slowly picked up instruments along their way. But <laughs> after that, it. definitely Louie. Mm. Louie Tomlin. I, I don't know. I don't know who my second would be. Um, Probably. Okay. Harry back then. I like Harry now, but like. I don't. I think he's really overhyped. Yeah. Extremely. Um. Yeah, I still think that Zane's my least favorite. Yeah, he's just a fucking dick. Um, <laughs> I just don't really enjoy his music. Uh, I don't think he was ever in it to begin with. I think he just kind of went along with the group to get popular. <laughs> and he just looked good, so he got some some yeah. good parts. Um, he he's actually mentioned that before. Hmm. Uh, really? Yeah, there was multiple interviews where. He kind of admitted uh, not being wholeheartedly in the group, but he wouldn't be against joining again. Um, I just told Jamie to look that up and get what hit me. Oh, okay. So my my best concert was Chris Stapleton. I saw him at the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater back in I think two thousand eighteen, maybe seventeen, eight eighteen, and it was it was insane listening to him sing. I mean, it's literally like turning on. A record and listening it's the exact same his sound is completely natural and raw and it is oh my god i i wish i could put into words how how insanely good he is i like chris stapleton i think that would be pretty cool i definitely wasn't let down uh okay to segue into that then your your worst concert uh 
Kid Rock and Leonard Skinner just because of Kid Rock. And and we left after Leonard Skinner, or not after Leonard Skinner, after Kid Rock performed because Dad did not want to stay and get in the traffic. (laughs) Uh, The only good part about that, the the Kid Rock part, was that uh, Cheryl Crow came on as a guest and they sang Picture, and that was pretty cool. (laughs) No one saw that coming. Crowd freaked the fuck out. I remember that because I didn't didn't even know who she was. I was like, why is everyone cheering right now? (laughs) (laughs) Just a woman walking off. Um... I think my my worst concert was uh, the Eli Young Band and Old Dominion opened up for them. And this was before Old Dominion was on the radio. And this is when Eli Young Band had like one of the two hit songs that they have. It was a free <laughs> concert, though. It was a free concert down at Fort Benning. And, you know, I, I wasn't complaining. It wasn't like a terrible show or anything. It's just I I didn't really know the music and. There's, I mean, they're talented. Don't get me wrong, but they're not someone I'm gonna put on the radio. Eli Youngbang kind of reminds me of what you would find in a small town, like in Franklin, that they just kind of go and play at your local Mexican restaurant, <laughs> and they just so happen to be found. Just a little gig band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they work their nine to fives, and they go and practice, and you know. Yeah, like, they're still doing prom work. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, they got Crazy Girl, even if it breaks your heart, and that's, like... Which is a total bop. That's, like, (laughs) the only... The only ones I really know. Um, Wow, that's kind of embarrassing. Kerrigan, your your worst concert. (laughs) Playboy Cardi. He was, like, $5 at ODU, so I just went, and it was fucking trash. His music fucking sucks. Hardy? He was yeah. like three hours late. Are you saying Hardy? Playboy <laughs> Cardi. Oh, oh, oh. I thought I thought you were saying Hardy, and I was like, man, I really like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hardy. <laughs> like Playboy Cardi. Does he do that Magnolia? I don't even know. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I know that one song. <laughs> whole lot of red that shit was trash he's fucking garbage and yeah he's, he's like one of those weird vampire dudes and tries to be edgy when he's just fucking weird very interesting so just to <laughs> backtrack just a second there is a eli young band song that i think you might like just a little bit it's called salt salt water gospel was it about drinking on a beach no it's you know, <laughs> the ocean oh so it's like a kenny chesney song pretty much (laughs) okay if you could be great at any instrument what would be i have an explanation why i picked the guitar because you can't carry a grand piano with you everywhere you go Mm. and one of my my number one bucket list item a one just a total dream of mine would be to hop on a motorcycle and just go from here to all the way to the west coast and then back come down route 66 and you can't do that with a piano <laughs> yeah <laughs> that uh, would be very difficult that, i mean that's fair it's well thought out kerrigan yours um i think i would say the violin dude I'm, no way my mom played Me too really yeah but actually kind of the fiddle too though so, okay. i mean it's kind of the same thing but my mom played the, the violin and i think it would be like, if you could just be amazing mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. I I don't know. The fiddle's really cool. I was also teetering with harmonica. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. 
because I can already play the guitar. I'm not great, but if I can play a little and just be fucking shredding on the harmonica, I could really be like a busker somewhere and make some big money on the street. I can play oh. the tambourine. Did you know EJ could play harmonica? Uh, I actually I think so. <laughs> he's not very good until he's super drunk, and then for some reason he gets like ten times better. It's kind of like a beer pong. <laughs> he gets bluesy. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like the more the more cores he has in his bloodstream, the, the better his harmonica playing is. Uh, I mean, fair. That's kind of how I am with the kazoo. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, okay. To transition into a more serious question, yeah. why do you listen to music? I want to hear your answer first, if that's okay. Um, that's that's fine. I. I listen to music for a couple of reasons, mainly for like. I like concept albums, things like that. Um, and honestly, since I started playing, I, I really listen to like people who can really finger pick more difficult things. But like, yeah, probably substance overall and like the words to a song, not necessarily even if it like rhymes together well. Okay. Your answer? I put to function because I <laughs> listen to music. I mean, I get up, I start getting ready in the morning, I turn my phone on, and music's playing all day. I mean, so. that that is one of those, like, music saved my life type deals. Yeah. Kerrigan? Um, y'all had great answers. <laughs> my answer is just a vibe, because <laughs> I don't even listen to the words. I just If it has a good beat, and I can dance to it, or, you know. I'm surprised look, you didn't like Playboy look. Cardi, then. <laughs> you couldn't understand it. As much as you think that is a simple answer, you could totally dive deep into that, and bring it around to ten different points about why you like to just vibe. Yeah, that's, that's good. To too. be fair, I mean, I, I definitely have some music that I do just vibe with, but like, I don't think it's like my top reason. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Favorite band. One I... Direction. <laughs> you go first, Kerrigan. Oh, I said One Direction. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fair so, answer. I put my favorite band is Leonard Skinner, <laughs> but I'll second one. <laughs> What's your saying? And it would be camp. They're kind of folky Americana, I guess you could say. Not even gonna lie, I don't know who that is. It's spelled with two A's. Camp. <laughs> so oddly <laughs> enough, um Hattie kind of suggested um, and it really paid off. I thoroughly enjoy their music. Well, I'm glad something good came out of that. <laughs> <laughs> um mine's pink floyd i mean i think we knew that that was coming i think we knew pink floyd was coming wait who's pink floyd oh uh, well, <laughs> hardy horror very good <laughs> okay what's your favorite song by your favorite band from leonard skinner it's tuesday's gone fucking banger from camp by and by, which is oddly enough the first song I heard by them, and it was so good that I listened to their three other albums back to back. Well, at least you picked a good one to start with. You might not have been turned on to their music. Yeah, exactly. So, Kerrigan, um, "Kiss You" by One Direction. 
I don't know if you know that one. Make a drip down their chinny chin chin. I'm very familiar. Heck yeah. <laughs> Kerrigan, we're not fake one deers, okay? We we actually thoroughly okay. enjoy the boy okay, band. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just have a One Direction shirt. And pillowcase. Posters. Pillowcase. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had the dolls, you know. Do you, do you think my mom would buy me a boy band pillowcase? Yes. No, not at all. <laughs> yes, because you would cry till you got it. That's not true. I think mine, <laughs> mine's Wish You Were Here. I already answered that. Favorite album, favorite title song, whatever. It doesn't matter. Who sings that? <laughs> Very good. Very fucking good with your fucking pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> well, at any rate, Kerrigan, <laughs> question for you. Oh, okay. What draws artists? Oh, um... I already said this, but just vibes. Like, if it's just a good song, like, I'm, I don't listen to the words. Like, Gail will be like, oh my God, this song has such a good meaning to it. And I don't even fucking hear it. I just <laughs> like how it sounds. Like, I know words to songs, but I have no idea what I'm talking about when I sing it. I straight up just waste my time. Like, did you hear that? Do you know what that means? And Harry's just like <laughs> looking out the window. And I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> so, just if a song is good, that's what. That's what draws me to an artist. Catch so. a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. What? What draws you to like a certain artist? If in all capital letters with multiple underlines, I wrote raw talent mm-hmm. because just I mean, perfect examples: Tyler Childers, Zach Bryan, Coulter Wall. Just their voice and how raw they sound. I mean, it kind of feels like I mean those three in general. They is just like one day they just picked up guitar and then all of a sudden you're listening to them on spotify apple music they're household names for the most part in especially the southeast so and you somehow still have bob dylan as your number one i know (laughs) he's a poet he's a yeah you know who else is a poet ernest Hemingway. (laughs) (laughs) that's what kind of glasses i have (laughs) um I think I I think I'm drawn to artists by like concepts and like what they're talking about like like when you brought it with Childers for me it's it's not so much as like raw pure talent it's just like his storytelling is really good the emotion behind his voice you the the yeah you really when feel he starts it. belting you can hear the cries in his voice it's yeah. it's just ties back into raw talent you 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 really believe what they're saying you know that's that's what I actually look for when I am listening to new stuff. Like that's, I mean, I listen to heavy rock, but that's one thing that's like trying to understand or feel is the emotion behind their voice. And sometimes you get it. Sometimes you don't, but there. Um, has music played a large role in your life? Um, a hundred percent because like I said earlier, I've been in, I was in band from late fifth grade. Um, my stepdad, Eddie, he played guitar. He's kind of what got me into guitar more so when I was young. I picked it up a few times, but I didn't get heavily into it until about a year and a half ago. But, I mean, for the most part, my my life revolves around music. Day in and day out, I listen to it. I'm sure Shannon gets a little frustrated with how much I do listen to music because sometimes she'll be talking to me and I'm over here like Galen analyzing <laughs> lyrics and going over it in my head. Completely zoned out from the world. Zoned out. I mean, I, my pitch is getting better just being able to pick up certain things 
Fair. different notes and whatnot. So, yeah. I think, I think Kerrigan gets tired of how much I play the guitar. Only, let me let me explain. Only because Galen will play the same song, like, for an hour until he perfects it. So instead of, like, playing a song and then playing another one, he just keeps playing the same song <laughs> until it's perfect. And then, like, the third time he plays it, it sounds great. But he's like, mm, nope, it was off. And I'm like. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't bend the string the right way. <laughs> yeah, or something silly. Like, I mean, you guys both played instruments growing up. You know that that's so, how you perfect it. You have to keep doing it. What's really funny is to expand on that is that if I start playing Wish You Were Here, the first, what, four notes, those, those iconic notes, Shannon will get up and leave the room. <laughs> she, she's so tired of hearing it what was that what was that one song that you used to play all the time the snow patrol <laughs> you know it's like dun, 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 was it uh chasing cars or something yes very it snow patrol yes it's snow patrol no <laughs> was like, this is one of the only songs lee could play years ago <laughs> hey hey look it's, it's really like two notes <laughs> maybe a variation of a third but yeah um what is your go-to party music galen uh dude it depends on the crowd you know what i mean like whenever like before i was in the navy and stuff and like we'd always hang out and like have our little get-togethers we it was country music rock music some rap music but like it just depends on the crowd and the mood because like I can listen to to rap music at parties over and over because I'm not really paying attention and I'm just kind of yeah. that's where Kerrigan comes in. I'm kind of just vibing with it. Yeah, but I mean, if like it depends on what you call a party, but if it's like you know four or five like friends just sitting around like drinking and stuff, like I'll play some like I'll play like Tyler Childers stuff like that. Things that like we can listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kerrigan, what about you? For me, I don't really have an answer because. You it just... doesn't really matter to me. I'm just going to vibe the way. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I will say, I don't like to be on Ox. Like, I feel like I'm not a good song picker if other people are listening. Like, if I'm just listening to you it. think too much about it. Yeah. So, like, if I'm at a party, I don't really care what we listen to because I'm not picking it. Okay. I'm the exact opposite. I'll take it. Yeah, I was going to say, over here like oh nope you gotta suffer with me we're that's listen. why we're that's why we're great in the car together because i don't yeah. care what we listen to i guess what, what about you for party music i put who's all there fair <laughs> and it kind of goes with you galen but if um i mean i'd put 2000s bops because you can never go wrong with mm. bops that's good that's a good answer like mid 2000s just We'll say 2003. You can't go wrong with Blink-182. 2003 because of Nickelback. Until <laughs> 2016, and that's stretching it. Mm-hmm. 2016 was the end of an era. It yeah. was. <clears throat> okay, what is your theme song? So when, you're think- when you ask a theme song, is that your equivalent to a walk-up song? No, theme song is more of like... Like, if your life was a show, right? Or, like, if you have a song, like, play to describe you, what do you think your song would be? I answer this question completely wrong, then. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to think of a song that summed up my life, hmm. that is a tough one. 
Galen, you go first. Let me think. Me and Carrie can go first and we'll give you some time. That sounds good. I think my song, hands down, is The Joker by the, Steve Miller. Um, okay. Because I am a joker. I am a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. I do play the music in the sun. I mean, literally, that whole thing, I, I, I fuck with it. And I, I like it. You know, I think it's fitting. Kerrigan? Um, mine is Party Just Begun, Cheetah Girls. <laughs> <laughs> got me into that song. That shit is actually pretty hype. <laughs> uh, so, hmm. I like grew up watching the two girls, and I love that movie. And just like the soundtrack is really good, and it's always a good bop. I kind of forgot about the two girls for a long time, and then I just randomly put it on. Like, was it like last week? This the song. Yeah. And Galen was like, oh my gosh, this is a good song. This is actually pretty good. <laughs> and now, like, he'll play it randomly, too. Oh, yeah, right when we hop in the car, I'm like, Kerrigan. <laughs> Cheetah. Alright. Okay. What do you think? You got one? Okay. Um, I would have to say Dixieland Delight by Alabama. Hmm. That's fair. That's simple. It's a good song. It's vibey. <laughs> you can never go wrong with it. That's fair. Um, the but see, one... I thought you were asking a walk-up <clears throat> song. And so I kind of recalled how you said uh, Enter Sandman. That's fair. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a fucking jam. So I chose Cult of Personality by Living Color. That's a fucking vibe. I haven't heard that song in so With, long. Coincidentally, uh, my Uncle Bruce's walk-up song whenever he was wrestling. Cult of personality. That's a good one. <laughs> also, DM punks, if you didn't know, a little factoid there. <laughs> um, okay, favorite high school musical song. Okay, I wrote down three because I actually <laughs> chose one from each movie. Okay. <laughs> so, my from High School Musical uh, one would be what I've been looking for, but the Troy and Gabriella version. Okay. Uh, from two, it would be You Are the Music and Me, again, Troy and Gabriella, because no one likes Sharpay. Good one. And then three, Just Want to Be With You. That You, you hit a heartstring for Kerrigan with that one. <laughs> but, but, but it'll be the end of the movie version, not Troy and Gabriella, where mm. all of them. Very good. That spazzy guy. Spazzy guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it Rocket or whatever? Yeah, Rocket. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess if we're going to do one from every, all the three, mine would be Breaking Free. Um, That's a fucking vibe. When I was like seven, I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is music. Um, The second one is Every Day. Hands down, I fucking love that song. And then the third one, I, I really don't know. Anything but the boys are back. I think that's the stupidest song. Um, (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Kerrigan. Kerrigan. (laughs) Okay. If I had to pick one from every movie. Start is something new. Okay. I mean. The base of the whole franchise. It really really set the hook and reeled you in. in Yeah. It really did. Um, High School Musical 2. Every day. Every day. High School Musical (laughs) 3. Why am I blanking on the soundtrack? Because it was the worst of all three. It was. It was. <laughs> oh, uh, 
But it feels really cool. I don't even know. I don't know. Hold on. Jamie's pulling up the, the soundtrack for me. Um, <laughs> just Want to Be With You is a good one. We're all in this together graduation version. Oh, mm, that pulls in my heart. Hey, Galen, wasn't that your um, your class song? <laughs> no, I think ours was... I don't know. No, it wasn't that. I don't know what it was. I didn't really pay attention. Our fucking... Our class... What, what are they called? Uh, the president, vice president, all those people. Like your SGA? Like your student government? Yeah, they fucking sucked. Um, I don't, I don't know what it was, to be honest. Mine. Our class president was a total d bag. Yeah, he was in the band. He played the sax. Yeah, our our <laughs> class president was terrible too. It was her. Hey, <laughs> I got the band vote, and I'll admit that. You got what the vote? The band I got the of the band vote. <laughs> I didn't run for anything. Um, that's that's fine too. Uh, here. So what what we'll do? We'll we'll make this a part one, and then we'll re-record a part two because we're coming up on an hour. Oh, okay. All right, so I'll just end this and then send you another one. Sounds good, man. I'll see you. All right. Okay. The music in me. Oh, did, did I catch you at a bad time? <laughs> um. So we'll Hello. just we'll just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> um. To to just hop in and just carry on. Uh. Type of music that you dislike. Like what? What is a not even genre, but like what is like a type of music that you just cannot listen to? Kerrigan, take the floor. Okay, mine is like fast rap. Like, if I can't understand what you're saying, I don't want to listen to it. Or like a mumble, or like, even. Yeah, or like if it's a trash beat, like if I can't <laughs> groove to it, I don't want to listen to it. I can't get jiggy with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, For me, a type of music I dislike, I do, not, with the exception of like, maybe pierce the veil. I hate music where it screams. I just can't, I can't fucking do it. I hate How that. How could you choose pierce the veil over sleeping with sirens? I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I just, there's just <laughs> this one song by pierce the veil king for a day that I think is really fucking cool. Kellen Quinn's in that. It's a very good one. Yeah. Kellen Quinn is in that, but I don't know, like scream music. And I don't even know if pierce the veil is considered screamo music, but I think in an aspect it could be, but I also feel like with how many subgenres there are for rock, alternative, yeah, emo, what we would be considered emo wouldn't be the definition of emo. I don't know. It's all, it's all very complex. <laughs> and then there's like, uh, what's that other band? They were actually kind of cool. Uh, Asking Alexandria, that fucking rock type music. <laughs> <laughs> if you God. like them, you should check out I Wrestled a Bear once. Uh, it's got a uh, female singer, if I'm not mistaken, and that sounds like a YouTube. She, is a, she could probably go as low as Coulter Wall. <laughs> That's kind of terrifying. What's her testosterone <laughs> level? Yes. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't choose. I chose sort of a genre, sure, but then I just I put overplayed radio hits because I listen uh, to all types of music. That's good. That was a good <laughs> answer. Like mainstream music. Well, I mean, even mainstream music, like I was listening to a Jake Owens song today and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then Sand in My Boots by Morgan Wallen came on at eight o'clock this morning and then it came on at 920 and then again at 1040 and I cycled through different radio stations and they just kept playing the same songs. So and then I put poorly produced dubstep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, Like, you know, SoundCloud. 
people. Uh, I don't know. I, I have a buddy that makes really good like EDM type music on SoundCloud, but that, and he's I, I can get on that. But the poorly produced dubstep is bad. Just like people <laughs> that are trying to like recreate like Skrillex music. Yeah, or they like they're. I mean, no hate, but like you know, they're just, doing it on like a phone or something. Then on GarageBand. And yeah, just, like, they're just really like, heavy dubstep, <laughs> like laser <laughs> noises, eight oh eights and trap snares. <laughs> Yeah, and the fucking <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> sounds like a Star Wars fight. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was funny. Um, okay, how often do you listen to music? Every day, sun up to sundown. Fairly. <laughs> so, like, I typically don't listen to music. Well, okay, so I listen to music every day because Galen listens to music every day, and I'm just like either in the car, or, like listening to him, but like I don't play music every day like usually while i'm getting ready i'm either listening to like a podcast or a book or something like i don't typically listen to music in the morning i started listening to podcasts when shannon and i started like when let's see we got engaged when i was a senior in high school and she was staying the night with me because she had already graduated she was still in college so she would stay with me you know some school nights and everything and I used to actually listen to music. I mean, even when I was super young, I had a radio playing while I was sleeping. Oh, my gosh. And or the so, iPod. Yeah, or the iPod that I stole from my brother. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm I'm like when I go out of town for work, I listen to music to fall asleep. And I started listening to podcasts because it was actually less distractive for mm-hmm. her to be able to fall asleep. <laughs> But uh, now I actually try and take some time out of the week to just not listen to anything and just kind of chill out. I think I listen to music daily, but I like when I'm at work, like going from stop to stop and on like lunches and stuff, even when I'm back home, I listen to I listen to podcasts. One that I, I've really liked recently is the Nate Land podcast with Nate Bargatze, stand up okay. comedian. Dude, it's super funny. It's it's so funny. And he has two of his friends on there that are also comedians and it's it's funny and they talk about like really really brain numbing things, but like they're comedians, <laughs> you know. So like anything is funny. Like they had a whole episode about animals. They have two episodes just talking about facts about animals. <laughs> if it's- you like like comedy podcasts, you should really check out Bear and Bert Kreischer's Two Bears One Cave. Uh, isn't that on Netflix? Uh, I I don't know. No, the one on Netflix <laughs> is I'm thinking it's like. Bert Kreischer has like a, a little TV show where he has like people. The cabin. Come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I loved it. <laughs> I've I've seen a couple of episodes and I, I've listened to a couple of Bert cast ones, but we talked about this before. He just yeah. rambles sometimes. <laughs> it's very confusing, but sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes you may have wasted twenty minutes. Yeah, it's it's hit or miss. Um, okay, so okay, for this one, I want to answer this next question first, just to set the tone for you, because I'm kind of curious as to what you put. Uh, a song that has to be played loud. And I picked Jump the Fuck Up by Slipknot. Because that shit is a fucking crusher. And I don't know if you've heard it live or if you've even seen a video of it, but they have the crowd by the fucking throat during this performance. And Corey Taylor is such an amazing performer. I would love to see them live. Uh, hasn't, hasn't EJ seen them live? EJ did. Him and Lily went right after he graduated. 
Facts, bro. I don't know if you know the song, but that shit goes cra- I don't even listen to Slipknot like that. That is actually that my song. second or third favorite Slipknot song. That shit goes fucking cool. You have to just, listen to it loud. It's a song that just gets your blood pumping so quick. And he has like he has like the yelling parts and the hard yep. rock, and then he like raps through it. It's it's cool. Yep. It's, it's really diverse, honestly. It is. That's Slipknot's a very great band if you're gonna listen to metal. Because you've got a lot of different aspects, and then I mean, he just has an amazing singing voice. His stuff with Stone Sour, mm-hmm. more calm, acousticy stuff, amazing. Yeah, I feel like people forget that he actually had a second like career. I guess, I guess it's one career, second band. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's something like that. What did you pick? I actually kind of broke it down into different things. I put anything Sum 41 or Blink-182 because you can't listen to Blink-182 just, like, chilling. Yeah, like, you can't casually listen Sum to Sum 41 as well. But the number one song I put was Come On Eileen by Dexas. Oh, Midwest. dude, that's a good one. And Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Oh, because my God. that song gets anyone and everyone, gets everyone to the dance floor. Club's gonna be popping. <laughs> Certified hood classic. It's kind of like the the keep it shuffle for our parents. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be old, that's my line dancing song. All the old drunk people at the Mexican restaurants across America doing the keep it shuffle. Dude, that's just pops. <laughs> Honestly, our dad likes wobble. <laughs> <laughs> so does Terry Strickland. I think, <laughs> I think that uh. Party in the USA is a good one, but I have a memory with that song of like one of my friends growing up. His mom did Zumba, and that was one of their songs, and she'd play it every single day when we were like nine. Oh gosh! My answer is "Glamorous" by Fergie. Such a good song. <laughs> That's my favorite song to listen to while playing GTA Five. My favorite song. Just mowing down civilians, just singing glamorous. My favorite song to listen to when I'm getting ready for a big event. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, do you watch music videos? Uh, I put yes and no because sometimes I really like to know the story behind it, but then sometimes there's just too much of a story where you almost feel like the the movie itself should have been made and it's not related to the song at all yeah or um the morgan wallen video for cover me up i feel like that could 110 percent be a 30 minute short story mm-hmm. and it would be great i've actually never seen the music video for it you'll have to check it out it's very very interesting i i say occasionally i will and it honestly just depends like it's not even based on like storylines or anything for me it's just I, to, I really just have to be in the mood to to watch a music video or like I don't know some music videos are actually really cool like Cole Bennett videos those those are pretty fucking sick I like the effects he uses and stuff but like I I don't know I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch a music video I do not watch music videos I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a music video probably One Direction but just <laughs> by One Direction Hey best song ever is their best music video mm, that is a good one. I like Story of My Life. I thought that was really good. I actually have never seen that. Have you seen the Drag Me Down video? They go to space. Mm. No, I haven't. I don't think I have you. Watch that after that. Jenny, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the screen for us. Uh, okay. 
songs that remind you of your childhood do you have anything that sticks out for you i have two and they don't go along with anything i've said so far but all i think about is actually being over at grandmom and granddad's and jumping out of the tree (laughs) onto the trampoline listening to all i do is win and drop the world and of course Kiss Me Through the Phone by Soldier Boy. Oh my gosh. Just coming home from ball practice and just <laughs> really elbow dropping each other from trees. <laughs> I think uh, t- for context, in Grandma's backyard, they had the, I mean, the bounciest trampoline that I've still ever been on in my life. And that's including trampoline parks. It was insane. And there used to be a big tree with a huge branch that hung out over it. And we would put the trampoline under the tree and jump out of the tree onto oh the trampoline on top of each other and act like we were in the WWE. So <laughs> silly. It was amazing. And at one point, I remember we had, we never used the net. It was always down, but the poles were still up. And Granddad <laughs> tied three ropes around it, like ropes. And he built us a staircase to walk up like we were oh. in the WWE. <laughs> That's so nice. And I never watched WWE as a kid either. I just always knew to just jump and do cool stuff in the air. <laughs> you never watched WWE? Not for real. Like maybe when I was like six, because like my older cousins did. But like I always thought it was kind of lame. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you sound, you sound disappointed. Kerrigan, a song that reminds you of your childhood. Um, best of both worlds. High school. Um, Hannah Montana on High School Musical. Hannah Montana's theme song. That's fair. You like the Montana kid. Ooh. <laughs> Something about Orlando Bloom. <laughs> I love Hannah Montana. That was just like your number one show as a kid. Oh yeah. Um, like when we go like on road- Hannah Montana, you should really listen or watch the show Young and Hungry. It's got Emily, uh, Emily Osment, and it's produced by Ashley Tisdale. Dude, hmm. when I was a kid, I thought Emily Osment was the most beautiful girl on the planet. You you were never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she. I remember I was like into her. I was like, oh yeah, like she's fine. <laughs> I have a story. When we would go on like trips, like when we would go visit my uh, grandparents that live in Northern Virginia, mom would be like, okay, only three more Hannah Montana episodes until we get there. And like that's how I knew time. Was Hannah Montana? Yeah, like we a DVD player in the back. Car. Yep, we had him in the car. <laughs> I think for me, uh, the number one put like that I had was uh, "Drift Away," but by the Doobie Brothers. Because so classic. I remember, uh, yeah, right. I remember when I was like s- probably seven years old, which means AJ would have been about five. Dad was picking us up because we had spent the weekend with our biological mom across the across the state, and the song came on the radio, and Dad was like, "I always love listening to this song." And I don't know, I really liked the song too. And it was just like a, a core memory for me with music, especially like with that. I just always loved that song. I still really enjoy it. And honestly, another song that I vividly, vividly remember uh, from childhood was Walk It Out by DJ Unk. I thought that shit <laughs> was a fucking slapper. Um, one, one year in... Uh, one of our state tournaments for our all-star team. Lee, sorry you didn't make the cut. Um, <laughs> we were it's we were okay. winning oh, a game. Just too good. Yeah, right. We were, we were winning a game, and the uh, the sports complex played music in between innings, and that was one of the songs, and I was going out, and I was doing the dance behind the plate with my catcher's gear on. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 
Carl Lipford, bless his soul, proceeded to give up like 12 runs the next inning, and we lost 17 to 5. We were winning 5 to nothing in like the second inning. <laughs> and we got fucking obliterated after that. And I'll never forget the song. Um, okay. What movie do you think has the best soundtrack? Other than any Kenny Ortega movie, <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm, that's a good one. Kerrigan? Okay, I have two. Mine is Burlesque and The Greatest Showman. Oh, Greatest Showman's a wonderful pick. That yeah, good, yeah that, that was a really good one. Um, honestly, Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like it's probably a more popular answer than, than you would think. That That is a good one now that I really think about it. Um, for me, um, Shrek was pretty good. Oh uh, God. Musical <laughs> two, Shrek two, uh, <laughs> uh, pretty basic with these answers. Yeah, uh, Forrest Gump had a pretty good soundtrack. <laughs> That's yeah. Wait, speaking on Forrest Gump, did Jenny have AIDS? Was that the thing? Yeah, yeah. I never did. caught that. Yeah, that's how she died. Wow, sucks hmm. to be. Yeah, fuck Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, but R.I.P. Jenny the dog. <laughs> big facts. There's Jenny with a G. Jenny and Pebbles. <laughs> she, she lies with the rocks. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Before we go to the next one, is Atticus still alive? No. Um, Luke ran him over in 2018 <laughs> when he was pulling in the driveway. Oh, you probably did him a favor. I remember when your house caught on fire, Atticus ran back inside. It was actually really crazy because I was in Daytona. Shannon and I were down there for my 21st birthday, and they called me, and he was crying, like blubbering, ugly crying. And I'm over here like, Luke, calm down. He was literally 21. Like, yeah. it, was just, it was just, he was getting old. But he, he tried to die a couple times. The dog could not die. He was invincible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're off track. Okay, the next question to get us back on topic. Song you like with a color in the title. Kerrigan, you go first. This one was really hard for me because I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head, so I had to Google it. And I picked Bodak Yellow by Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B is trash. <laughs> Cardi B sucks. <laughs> Apparently that's an inside joke, so I don't um, know. Kerrigan also debated White Iverson by Post Malone. So. <laughs> that is my beer pong song. What is your song with a color in the title? My song with a color in the title comes with a little factoid, and it's Yellow by Coldplay. It was all yellow. <laughs> and it's the first Coldplay song I ever heard is what put me on Coldplay. And I did not know Chris Martin of Coldplay was Chris Martin up until Christmas of this past year. And I had never seen his face before. Oh, is that your factoid? Yes. I think my song actually was pretty easy for me to pick, and it would be Behind Blue Eyes by The Who. That was a very close second for me. Really? Yeah. I, I like the stained, the stained cover. That was a good one. I... I don't know that I've heard it. It's on the Angry Birds movie. Behind <laughs> Blue Eyes. I don't know. The Who is really good. They're like a yeah, they are. classic all-time great bands, to be honest. Hey, they're the ones that sing the uh, CSI Miami theme song, right? 
the CSI Miami theme song? Yeah, isn't that them? Oh, God, uh, getting off track again. <laughs> no, like, I'm kind of, yeah, won't get fooled again. That's the yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the hoop. Um, wow. Okay. 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 There's your another factoid. Interesting factoid. Um, what, what was that from? Ant Farm. Interesting factoid. I don't know. Yeah. It well, was. at any rate, Kerrigan. Any rate. What what music platform do you use? I use Apple Music. What about you, Lee? I use Spotify. Mm. Uh, because I get it for free. <laughs> oh, there you go. I yeah, with ads. I um, well, I can't really say much because I use Apple Music, but I use YouTube a lot as well, and that's also with ads, I guess. You have to pay, but I you get Spotify Premium for free if you use your you use your military email. <laughs> I probably should have done that. <laughs> I only I only have Spotify though because that's where podcasts are, and that's like in our podcast is put on the Spotify as well. That's, so that's how I listen to it. That's the only. Re- I'm glad. I'm glad to know. That's the only reason <laughs> I have. Spotify though is for podcast and for for my own podcast. I guess for podcasts. Um yeah, I use Apple Music mostly. I, I got rid of it for a while and went just just to YouTube and I use SoundCloud sometimes. Okay. Uh, Who do you want to see in concert? I have two answers. Well, you go first then. Mine <laughs> are Luke Combs and Dan and Shay. Okay. Why Dan and Shay? I don't know. I just really like their music. I don't know. It's a good vibe. What do you mean? <laughs> Lee, do you have an answer for this? I do. Uh, I put Foo Fighters, which well, wholeheartedly, I would understand why they would not tour again if they decided not to. Yeah, I was going to say, it wouldn't really be the same. But, I mean, we saw Leonard Skinner, and that's a whole new fucking band. Yeah, yeah. But I would also think it would be very cool. I Dave Grohl is one of one of my inspirations. So you should really check out his book. It's very it good. The Storyteller by Dave Grohl. Storyteller. That sounds. That actually sounds interesting. That's a good caption. Or good caption. What What I think you would enjoy about it is what I absolutely love about it. It's probably my the the best book I've ever read, even with it being a biography. He. If I'm not mistaken, he had someone help arrange the book, but it almost seems like he had someone type it up as he was talking. So just like you and I are talking now, you can tell, you know, when he drops the F-bomb or something like that. You can tell it's just a natural, it's just a big conversation. That's, I really enjoy that. When I was, it was very easy to get hooked in and very hard to put down. I kind of, that kind of reminds me, like, not to toot my own horn, because, like, I never finished it, but, like, I started, I started writing a book, like, five years ago. It was an epistolary novel, meaning, like, it's, like, written in, like, letters to each other communication. And I, I really like the, the vibe of, like, a conversation talking. Like, I don't really like, I, I like, I love well thought out things as well. Yeah. But it's just a whole other feeling. I'm definitely going to have to check that out, though. Uh, but I guess to, to get back so Carrie doesn't freak out, um, <laughs> a concert that I want to see is uh, Rage Against the Machine. That's that's my number one. I want to see Rage Against the Machine play together. Take it to the man. The original four. Only, honestly, they're just, I mean, a lot of people don't like their messages, and a lot of people think they're super hypocritical, which is fine. I don't, I don't really care. I, I like their music. It's fucking yeah. And 
Zach De La Roca is a fucking G, and I'd love to see him perform because I know he can kill it. And Tom Morello fucking shreds. Oh, dude, Tom Morello is a beast of his own. He's just absolutely one of a kind. I, uh, Chris Cornell, the songbird of his generation. I named I named my guitar Sid Morello after Sid Barrett and Tom Morello. Hell yeah. Obviously, you know, Sid Barrett, the late Sid Barrett of Pink Floyd and then Tom Morello. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I want to see Rage Against the Machine. Guitars? I never got that memo. Oh, I, I mean, I named mine. I guess you don't have to. Um, <laughs> you can make it more personal. I don't know. You have as many guitars as you use dogs, so you might get confused. <laughs> you might run out of names, but... Um, okay, what what's the song that gets you excited? Kerrigan? What's the song that gets you excited? Um, Dior by Pop Smoke. Facts. That's a good one. That's a good one. Lee, what's yours? Um... Actually, the song that Gumby listened to before he went into his med school interview, Kickstart My Heart, Motley Crue. <laughs> That's an interesting fact. I didn't know that. It's just a song that you could be riding down the road and, you know, it just comes on and then your blood is pumping. I love the story behind it. Yo, Dion Heroin, so you make a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shock me back to life, kickstart my heart. That's like it's really clever. It's funny. Yeah. Um, mine is Inter Sandman. I fucking love Inter. The whole <laughs> yeah. the intro is cold as fuck, and the drums come in at a perfect time. Like Metallica's, okay. the, they were the real fucking deal. And then the 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 creepy children's monologue in the middle. Yeah. See, that's like the that's the prayer. Cool. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's hard. Like that's that's when music videos were really shitty. So like I wish that would have came out yeah. here when like it wasn't as you know shitty. You know what I mean? That's like a Man in the Box was a real close because oh, dude. Alice, yeah. Alice in Chains is my favorite nineties band. They're the best them. grunge band. Lo- love them. They're love my favorite them. grunge band for sure. They are. But Soundgarden is a close second. Um Kerrigan? Do you do you want to ask the next question? Get you a little involved. You're getting quiet. <laughs> sure. Um, a song that makes you emotional. Galen, take it away. Oh wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> a song that makes me emotional is "You Are My Sunshine." Aww. Um, I. It sounds super sappy, but like I love when Kerrigan sings that song, <laughs> and I I literally am learning it on the guitar now, just because like it just I love that song. I've really liked it since I was a kid, and just. It brings me like a really like comforting, like gentle feeling, and I, I really like it. You know what I mean? It, it just hit, and I don't know why. It just really hits for me. I really love that song. My mom used to sing me that to let me go to sleep, and I was probably like ten or eleven before she stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that is just a great song. So you get it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it, it can be a real a real heart puller. What? Okay, what I is do, yours? I do enjoy when Shannon sings it. See, see, it really just—it really just strikes. It just hits that perfect little heartstring. Uh, okay, I'm glad I'm not alone on that. <laughs> yeah. Don't be fooled. I was singing it to him earlier, and he really cried. <laughs> Dude, last night Kerrigan said I was humming it in my sleep because she was apparently I was asleep. She was listening. She was watching TikToks and saw a guy playing it on the piano, and oh. I shit you not. She um, she said that I hummed the last part. I was like, mm-hmm, and then I rolled back over and went back to sleep. <laughs> Dude, I do so much stuff like that. 
I have full on conversations when I'm sleeping. But okay, for you, what's a song that makes you emotional? I had to really think about it because, like I said, I listen to a lot of sad songs. One thing that gets me super emotional is <clears throat> probably thinking about a time where I won't have EJ. And so I chose Drink a Beer by Luke Bryan because that song, me and him both, we actually heard that song together. We were at the pool hall in um, LaGrange. Chalk it up. Shouts out to them. I was like <laughs> December. Yeah. I was probably there. Y- you're right. You were. <laughs> I but like, I, I feel like we kind of had a, that was probably one of our, one of our more serious brotherly moments like bonding moment yeah it was kind of like that that point in time where we both kind of reached that age where we realized like hey we're always going to have each other's backs so that song you know luke Bryan wrote whenever he lost his brother so and I, sister. he lost his brother and sister yeah uh, chris stapleton actually helped him write that i was gonna say i don't think he wrote it but yeah that doesn't really matter <laughs> but, yeah he um yeah that's that's the emotional song Whoever whoever wrote that song, they they did it in a, a oh, amazing. I don't. That's that's a really good choice too. That that brings back some really uh, some sad some sad. Those are all of our lives. Yeah, honestly, and I don't know, man. Because that would have been right after the accident and everything. But the song's writers were Jim Beavers and Chris Stapleton. Jim Beavers, I've heard that name a lot. I don't, I don't, Kerrigan? <laughs> Mine is Live Like You're Dying by Tim McGraw. Oh, such a good song. Yeah. Especially when they did it on Pitch Perfect. Mm. What's your reason? Um, Actually, it was the first song that I ever learned to sing, and I would stand on my mom's bed with a hairbrush and sing it. I don't know, it's just one of those, like, Good songs I have like Wholesome. a memory of, like <clears throat> as a child, but like that is like I have listened to the words and like this this story is just it really gets you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Tearjerker um, for sure. <clears throat> to to bring the mood up a little bit, you said that <laughs> you said that you've you've heard the name Jim Beavers. He also wrote "Loving You Is Fun," five one five zero. Why don't we just dance? Watching airplanes, um, Red Solo Cup. <laughs> And don't by Billy Carrington. So he's he's been in the scene for since like at least ninety eight when he wrote yeah. Bad for Good. Oh, he wrote a song for Hootie and the Blowfish. Expanding on that, if I may, the watching airplanes made me think of um, more reasons why I like Riley Green. He does this uh, Golden Saul Music Hall stuff, which mm-hmm. is actually family's music hall in Jacksonville, and he actually has a little YouTube series. And they have on there uh, Jonathan Singleton, who wrote um, with Jim Beavers, which is where I probably saw the name before, <laughs> watching airplanes. And it, t- it lets this it lets the songwriter come out into the public and play their songs. And ever since I heard the Jonathan Singleton version, you know, his version of his song, I do not listen to Gary Allen that much anymore. Um, I think. One thing I really like like about bringing light to like songwriters and things is like 
most of them are really talented artists themselves. You know, like like Chris Stapleton wrote a bunch of fucking music that got on the charts before his his own songs did. It's wild too, with how much depth there was. Facts. I I really uh, another another person who has like a lot of like good songs of his own, but then had like his songs covered is Jason Isbell. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, um, Cover Me Up is his song. That's not a yeah. Morgan Wallen song. That's his yeah. song. You know what I mean? And uh, Goddamn Lonely Love, Tyler Childers covered that. And like, he's so fucking, he's so talented, man. He is. It's, I like his uh, specialty guitars. You, sh- you yeah. should. <laughs> I- I've seen some stuff on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I don't know. I-, I thoroughly enjoy when, like, artists. I guess bring out the people from behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, it's just shine the nice. You know, they take a little spotlight off themselves to kind of. They pay the homage that they owe, and not just the percentage of the, what the song does. Yeah, they're no Taylor Swift. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Uh. Okay. How has your music like taste changed over the years, or your appreciation for music even changed over the years? Kerrigan. I don't really have a good answer for this because, like, I don't feel like music plays a big enough role in my life to have an impact that's noticeable. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've always listened to music, but like, I don't like have a special connection with it. So, You've like, had vibe music. Yeah, like I've always just kind of like listened to music to listen to music. So, like, yeah, I feel like it hasn't changed and my music taste has always just kind of been the same too so that's my answer i feel like you are becoming a little bit more well-rounded and listening because i kind of make you listen to lyrics like i'm like listen to this shit like yeah. this is good you yeah know I mean? sometimes i don't listen though you listen to lady may that's different <laughs> all right what Lee, about up. um i feel like when i was younger because of my mom i listened to a lot more rock so it kind of opened up to country just because it's on the radio everywhere you go. So um, getting into country, you definitely get into like guitar, fiddle, even some stand-up bass. So that kind of led me to folk Americana, which surprisingly led me to Spanish music <laughs> for some reason. <clears throat> and um, I thoroughly enjoy international music, especially some that I know have a story. But it's definitely changed a lot since high school. So I, I guess I appreciate my humble beginnings in music. Uh, I mean, that's fair. I think for me, growing up, I listened to a lot. I mean, my dad has a very varying like taste in music, kind of like myself. I mean, I grew up listening to like Metallica. I grew up listening to Pink Floyd. I grew up listening to Tupac, like shit like that. I mean a very like wide range of music early on. I think Southern rock for me was like the first big thing in like seventies, eighties rock. And then country music kind of, but like I don't know, country kind of falls into that category of like when people that don't listen to country, they kind of associate it with like the crowd that makes you not want to listen to country. Yeah. And like that, like some of the newer shit is just so bad. Like pop country is so bad. It's so bad. And I mean, some people like it, and that's fine. I'm just not. That's not me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
I think I kind of progressed a little bit getting into like kind of like folk music because I really like storytelling, like Appalachian, like bluegrass type stuff. Um, and then like playing the guitar as well. I kind of want to expand into that. But I I don't know. I've, I've, I feel like I've always kind of been well-rounded as it is. So it's a little bit more difficult to answer, but I don't know. It, I've definitely grown in my music by like listening to things. And like when I got into classical and I was like, 15 or 16 and like even like even then i can think of like i started listening to like stuff like bastille and shit like you know i mean you know better than almost anyone like i i really went through a big phase with him oh most definitely how many <clears throat> just playing xbox and listening to bastille listen to pompeii and things we lost in the fire <laughs> what was it icarus oh dude that's my that's my favorite bastille song still that's mine too because of you so just to move on a little bit, I actually had a question for both of you. Okay. On my behalf. And Kerrigan actually already answered it. And it was, what was the first song that you can remember singing that you know word for word? And yours is Live Like You Were Dying. Mine is Live Like You Were Dying. Uh, Lee, can you answer this question and like let me like think about it? I can. <laughs> oh, I put Whiskey Bent and Hellbound because of my pawpaw. <laughs> <laughs> riding around in his truck going to check the feeders and everything and for some reason i couldn't think of anything else other than whiskey bent and hellbound and that fucking sugarland song oh my gosh sugarland song yeah i have lots of memories of sugarland growing stuck up. like glue no it's <laughs> old. Uh, oh give me give me 10 seconds jamie's got to pull it up <laughs> Sugarland. All I want to do. All I want to Yes! Oh, oh what a gosh, good one. You guys. <laughs> do you know how many times we'd go over to Grandma's house and then we'd, you know, hang out? We'd, uh, Mom and Grandma would be in there cooking. Galen would walk in, grab the salt shaker, empty it in his hand, and start fucking eating salt I for something. He still does I that. Still do oh that. My God. I'm literally going to die at 50. <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the amount of salt I put on my food is absolutely absurd. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, <clears throat> I can give you a very specific and direct answer of the first song I ever really remember singing. Or I can give you two, right? All right. The first one I got, I got, I had to get checked out of school in kindergarten <laughs> because I was singing Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. And oh, I kept yeah. saying, it's my own damn fault. I was singing it over and over and like, you cannot say that. And I was like, it's a song. I was <laughs> like, hello, you ever heard of music? <laughs> like, I didn't get it. You know what I mean? So dad had to come it's check me out of school. <laughs> and, uh, and then I remember when I was like six years old, I learned the entire song of uh, Without Me by Eminem. That's the first rap song I ever learned word for word and i would sing it when i was like six or seven so those are those are probably the first two songs i i really remember singing <laughs> and i know those are completely different but you know <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> yeah it's my own damn fault i sang that and it was my own damn fault i i, I got checked out and I mean, Dad wasn't mad. He thought it was funny. <laughs> Could what? you imagine what Pops had to tell Sammy Knowles? <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking uh, sorry, the cowboy. I got to leave because um, 
my kindergarten age son is singing <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. My five year old's really into really into beat music, <laughs> so if you could just give him a minute. Mr. Pat Lipham, I I, I formally apologize for letting him listen to Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> oh my god. Mr. Lipham suspended me uh my last day of fifth grade. He looked like Ned Flanders. I remember after he retired, he would be like a substitute bus driver. <laughs> and uh one day, the kids on our bus were being bus fifteen were being so bad. He pulled the bus over and refused to drive until we stopped <laughs> being so bad. <laughs> I was bad. Yeah, Route fifteen was. We had we had a fucking blast. Yeah, I mean, you you rode home to to grandma's with us a couple of times. You know, everyone was there. I mean, everyone lived around me. And then we would we would drop our book bags and head straight to the river. <laughs> Yeah, or or getting if it was warm. Trampoline? Yeah, or the trampoline or the pool, grandma's yeah. pool. Um, pool where you chased me. <laughs> yeah, me and Lee. I got my first fight ever with Lee in the pool. I don't remember what he did. I think I called you fat or something. You just started swimming around the pool chasing me, and I started going. And my dumbass decided to start swimming towards you because I didn't think you would actually hurt me. <laughs> you kicked my ass, and then I started. I was like drowning him. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> And followed me around. You tried to drown me too. Oh, get over it. That's not <laughs> true. That's not true. You can't say things like that. <laughs> you can't say things like that, Kerrigan. <laughs> you gotta give context. You can't say things like that. that he walks in while she's taking a bath and he's like, see you later. <laughs> okay. Hold your breath, bitch. Okay, I'll tell the story now. <laughs> okay, since we're already off topic. <laughs> Galen and I went camping this summer and we were swimming in the lake and we were playing around with each other and I like you know pushed Galen into the water and then he dunked me and held me underneath the water. (laughs) (laughs) Shit you would do to AJ. (laughs) I can't help it okay I I overreact I don't know how strong I am. (laughs) I felt like I had water up in my brain. (laughs) I got water in my brain. I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I may want to dunk her more. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Oh, dude, before. How many stories we have, dude? It's crazy. We could literally do an entire other episode just about talking about shit we did when we grew up. That We should do that. That would be fun. All the dumb shit Galen did. <laughs> dude, you to too. All right. I just want to say, me and you didn't do that much dumb shit. It was really AJ and EJ they got us in trouble. Oh, uh, wait, no, time out. Because <laughs> I remember AJ and Lee got caught smoking cigarettes in the woods, and me and EJ got in trouble because we cigarette oh. butts, thank you. And we didn't do anything to stop them. I was like, Are you fucking joking? <laughs> they literally <laughs> stealing cigarette butts out the yard and sparking them up. Lee stole his mom's lighter, and we got in trouble just for being there. <laughs> Guilty by association. <laughs> um,. Before before we close this out and ask you our final question, I want to tell a story that happened to me at work today. <laughs> Just for everyone listening, I called Kerrigan immediately after. I called my friend England, and then I called you and told you ahead of time just so you didn't laugh too hard. Um, oh, oh I think, I'm okay. Go. I'm trying to hold my breath. <laughs> I was me too. So I was at work today, and I got to one of our customers' houses. I go up, they have ring camera, like a ring doorbell camera. They have like the floodlight ring cameras all around their house. They see everything that goes on, which is fine. Whatever. I get there. 
I go up, ring the doorbell. I stand outside for a couple minutes, like looking at their lawn, taking some notes and stuff of what I want to do. Oh, to be clear, I don't fucking cut grass. Nothing wrong with that, but like that's just a misconception. Anyways, so I go on. I'm looking through their yard and stuff, looking at some of the bluegrass they got. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go around to the back. And I've been to that house before. And I went through the gate on the right side, but there's a pool over there, so it's difficult. So I got back and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on the left side. I open the gate and I whistle a couple of times because I always assume people have dogs, right? Always, always assume they have dogs. So I'm whistling. I do it for like a good five seconds. And then I stand there and I was like, all right, no dogs. So I go in the backyard. I come around the corner and lo and behold, there are two fucking dogs that are not happy that a visitor is there. (laughs) They start, they were like, one of them was like growling. The other one just goes crazy barking and they chase me. I took the fuck off. I got the fuck (laughs) out of there. I bend around the corner and keep in mind, these people have cameras. They saw the whole thing. No matter where they were, they saw it happen. So I'm fucking hauling ass around the corner. I get around, slam the fucking gate closed. It's like a six foot, like privacy type gate or fence around the yard. I slam the fucking gate. The dogs run into the fence trying to get to me. And I was walking through their front yard. I know they heard me on the cameras. I was like, nope, fuck that. Not today. I get back in my fucking van. I went into my notes. I, I skipped the, the house and I put in the comments. I was like, very angry dogs. <laughs> yard. I was like, nope, not today. And then I went and took like an hour and a half lunch because I was not dealing with that shit anymore. <laughs> it was literally the end of my day. I had like two jobs left. And I was like, I, I'm not. Nope, not doing that one. Not worth it. Not worth it. Fucking. Uh, but to close it out, you asked me and Kerrigan this question on our 500 play Q&A. So we'd like to reciprocate that to you. And the question is, three artists at a concert, dead, alive, or broken up, who is performing? I I have an answer, but I always like to think, just in case I want to throw in someone else. But I would choose Foo Fighters, of course, Zach Barr. Riley Green, those are interchangeable for me. And CCR because oh, sick. I thoroughly enjoy his voice and what they did for rock and roll. The whole uh, anti-war rock music. And everyone uses it for anything and everything to do with Vietnam. <laughs> um, every helicopter ever. Everything. But I, I can definitely agree that Tom Fogarty and then even John afterwards, they're, they're really good. Stu Cook was great. Doug Clifford. CCR is hard. I mean, they're, they are, they really reform a rock music for a they lot did. of people. They, re- they really kind of brought it, brought it out. They, they did some very interesting things while they were, you know, in their prime. But it was really hard to choose between CCR and the Eagles because. Oh, dude, I love the Eagles. It's just so hard to choose, <clears throat> so you just kind of got to pull the trigger eventually and just make it up. I love the Eagles. That, that's one of my all-time tops. I I really – wow. Um, I love the Eagles. Uh, I think I'd pick Zach Brown or Riley Green, honestly, only because I never got into his music. But, yeah, I, yeah. I can see where they're interchangeable. Do you know what order they would go in? Um, Zach Bryan is the opener, of course. Facts. Um. I would have to say Foo in the middle and then 
CCR last. Close out. They just, I don't know what it is. I guess just the feeling. They send you home with a good feeling. Yeah, they, they just kind of, you know, Foo Fighters, <clears throat> they're closing out a concert. You're kind of going home and you're like, wow, that needed to last forever. But Foo, like uh, CCR, they could really just the variety of songs they have. They can really round out a concert. I mean, the thing with with CCR is like they could really only play f- four songs and that would be enough for a yeah. whole concert. Have you ever seen the rain, fortunate sun, bad moon rising and born on the bayou? They could literally play those alone. Those fucking 1960 rock songs yep. and own the whole show. So I, I think that would be good to close it as well. See, I don't even think of born on the bayou. When I think about them, I always think of up around the bend because I prefer it over born on the bayou. Or what about uh, green river. That's a good one as well. Oh, certified hood classic. Certified hood classic. But at any rate. <laughs> um, at any rate. We'll have to start a counter for me on all the episodes. How many times I say that. But that. that I've said it four times so far. Have you been counting? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll bring a close to this episode. And this has been our longest episode to date. By far. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you're definitely going to have to come on again so we can tell like stories growing up and shit like that. Hey, it's, maybe next time we won't have to, uh, won't have to, you know, record from two different locations. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be nice. sick. That'd be so much easier and so much more fun. Honestly, I feel like we talked for four hours. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a one in, part one, part two. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, thanks, thanks so much for coming yeah, on. This was you. a lot thanks of fun. This was fun. I uh, I, I tried to, I, I told Galen, I tried to do a lot better with um, with not. Just him and I talking, Kerrigan. <laughs> just because I know him and I can ramble on for hours. We're just like our dads. And Kerrigan's <laughs> not one to interject. <laughs> yeah, thanks for including me. <laughs> I, I kind of got used to that. Oh, geez. Eight years ago? Facts, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I but I have to throw Shannon under the bus to get her to start talking sometimes. So. She it's came around. Getting back to you. Oh, yeah. Once she starts, you know, it's kind of hard to stop it. So, Oh, come on. It's not that bad. <laughs> Very good trait. But either way, man, I- I'm really happy that you came on. This was a lot of fun. I'm- I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll Thank see you. Thank you. Bye.